Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to another episode of In That Number. Another disappointing performance again to discuss as we slipped to a home defeat to Cardiff and found ourselves once again in the in the drop zone. I'm your host Ray Hunt. You can find me on Twitter at RayHunt84. My co-host Kevin Milverton is at MoscowMush. Follow us on at NumberPodcast. You can also email the show in that numberpodcast at gmail.com. Give us any questions or any thoughts and uh, we'll, we'll go through them. So now I'm going to bring in my co-host, uh, and we'll do our best to discuss the latest collapse, the Moscow Mush, Kevin Milverton. Aside from the from the Saints, Kev, how are you? I'm perfectly fine, thank you very much. Yeah, just uh, another ordinary week. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> getting used to it. Yeah, um, how have you been? Um, yeah, not not too bad. I've had a bit of a cold, um, oh but I, yeah, I'm, I've got through the worst of it. Family is all inside today in bed still um they're all not very well I had a sickness bug we went to the zoo yesterday and had to go home early because oh. I mean, one of my girls was uh was sick there so yeah Marwell? Well? yeah yeah she's she's good it's just uh, the rest of the kids oh right okay <laughs> yes Marwell. Marwell Marwell yeah that was it but yeah other than that not too bad how about you yeah fine everyone's perfectly healthy here um yeah Oh, uh, sorry. So uh, Norwich has uh, just scored. So I'm watching the East Anglian derby, and there's been a bit of a, a bit of a battle on the uh, sidelines. I don't know if you saw, but yeah, Paul Lambert just got sent off about half time. And good game here. It's a good one. Yeah, they Nor- were... Norwich have just gone two 0 up. So yeah. Oh, well, they'll be throwing turnips soon. Yeah, excellent. Okay, should we um, should we go with a bit of news this week? Have you got anything for me? couple of bits, but um, although, I guess you must have uh, a couple of things to talk uh, about first. No, I just want to have a quick update on, on Danny Ings, um, the hamstring yeah. issue. Um, so facing, what, two to three weeks on the sidelines. Um, it's going to be a problem is- with, with these stretcher games coming up. And, I mean, it, you know, they're not getting any easier. When you haven't got your, your, your talisman, it's, it's going to be problems, especially when you're down there in the relegation zone. So that's going to be critical at this stage. Um, but I heard also, I mean, I'm guessing everybody knows about this, but I want to talk about it anyway, that the, um, the squad are heading to Tenerife for a bit yeah. of uh, warm weather okay. training. And Hassan Herzl apparently has compiled 20-minute videos for each of his players, analysing their good and their bad points but, uh, from the last, you know, two months or so. But I have a feeling with recent results that it will be uh, like one minute of good and 19 minutes of bad. But yeah, clearly the development of this squad is still a work in progress. Yeah, I mean, I hope it doesn't turn out into sort of like a, a stag do, you know, for them. But uh, I'm sure so. Ralph's not going to let them. Yeah. No, it's not going to be a holiday, no. But yeah, aside from Ings the Strings and the uh, trip to Tenerife, anything else of interest? Uh, no, not from me, if you've got anything else. Um, well, yeah, I mean, obviously Ings is still out. Um, but 
Obafemi, I think he, he could be out for another week or two, but I think he's back, going to be back in training quite soon. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as will Mario Lamina, so I'm hoping at least one of them um, will be in the squad for the, the Arsenal game. Uh, plus, uh, surprise that um, Armstrong was left out of the squad entirely, and yeah, apparently um, he's picked up an injury. Yeah, um, so, yeah. yeah, they're all hamstrung, so yeah. yeah. I mean, what would you say with the, with the way that, um, that midfield's been playing recently? Armstrong hasn't been getting a look in the starting lineup anyway, and with Lamina coming back, I don't think it's going to be a massive problem with uh, with um, Armstrong. But the Danny Ings one, and Oberfemi probably on the bench, but that's about it. Yeah, I mean it's difficult because you, you've got to sacrifice a, pl- a place in that uh, three-man midfield in order to get Armstrong in, and I don't know. Uh, it's not enough to have uh, Redmond and Armstrong in there, is it? So no. as two up front. So yes, yeah, it's, it's harsh, but, but yeah, I, th- I think we're going to miss him as well because we're really kind of lacking options at the moment. Yep, yep. Should have uh, brought in more players in the transfer window, especially a goal scorer. This is definitely another talking point. I think we are paying the price a little bit just with our, our lack of options up top. And well, I, I don't know. Are we missing Cedric? Well, possibly not now that Bertrand's back. But um, I don't think so. Yeah, either. good. Um, yeah, but that's about it. Um, the only other piece of news is that uh, Kingsley Latham, the young goalkeeper, he's scored, uh, signed a one-year contract yeah. extension. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, it's good to keep him at the club. Cool. Okay, so we're going to go on to the, the the game yesterday, the Cardiff game. So we, we lost, I don't know how, we lost 2-1. Uh, goal from Sol Bamba on the 69th minute, equalised in the 91st minute by Jack Stevens, and then the knife through the heart, Kenneth Zahora, 93rd minute, took all the points for Cardiff. They took six points from us this season. Um, yeah, devastating Awful, awful. Um, starting eleven. Okay, so McCarthy in goal, Valerie and Bertrand back in the starting eleven. Nice to see him back. Kept with the same back three with Bednarik, Stevens, and Vestergaard. Um, and then Hoiberg, Romeo, and Warprouse also kept their place in midfield with Long and Redmond starting up top. Were you surprised with Stevens starting ahead of Yoshida? Um, not really. I suppose. You know that Yoshida's at least going to be on the bench. Um, whether it's a question of Yoshi's fitness coming back from the Asian Cup or whether he's showing uh, extra faith in Stevens by leaving him in the defence. Those are two questions mm. I suppose that we won't really know the answer to uh, until next time. But yeah, I think it's probably a bit of both. Yeah, well, I say we had him there. I'm guessing it was probably just he needs more time because we've seen Stevens in the last few games hasn't been great and in including this game also, um, I think it's a matter of time. Possibly, you know, he's going to be in for the Arsenal game. Should be in for the Arsenal game. I'd be very surprised if Stevens kept his place after this. Yeah, I think it would show a little bit of misjudgment, I think, um, seeing as she just had a brilliant time with the Japan squad. Uh, yeah, it'd be strange to, to leave him out. Sure. Um, we're going to talk about this game a little bit. Um, it was a quite a... Quite a boring game, wasn't it, by all accounts? Like, even watching highlights back, it was, <laughs> there wasn't a lot to watch. There wasn't a lot going on. I, from what I gathered, what I could see, it looked like Saints had a lot of possession, but didn't threaten. There was nothing there. Um, 
Well, how did you see it, especially the start? Yeah, I mean, the start, I mean, again, the first couple of minutes always seem exciting and promising, but yeah, just, just fizzled out. Um, fizzled out really we, quickly we were, as well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were controlling the game really well, um, lots yeah. of good possession. Uh, but yeah, Cardiff were just so good at defending against us and it made it really difficult in the final third. Um, we did put a bit of pressure on towards the end of the first half, but it just wasn't enough. Um, yeah, they, they weren't going to let us score. Um, so I, I suppose I was right in, in my prediction that it was going to be tight. You know, I didn't, didn't see us getting a huge lot of goals, especially with things out. Um, and over Femi, yeah, I mean, Long's our only kind of option as a, and he's not really a striker, is he? Um, I think, yeah, not going with Austin there, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure about that. What, that, that was a question that I had before the match. Would he really choose Long or, or Austin to start? And he chose for Long and Austin is the impact sub, but yeah, didn't, didn't make a huge amount of impact, but, um, in the, in the second half when he did come on, I think that's when all our chances were there. So I think also they changed the formation a lot in the second half to try and get the game. Now I don't know if um if Warnock set his team up to try and get a draw and perhaps snatch a win, but as you say, they defended well. They they kept their shape all the way. Um and whatever their game plan was, it seemed to work. Frustrated us. And the thing I noticed as well that a lot of our midfield just couldn't get involved in the game. Like especially that three man midfield of Hoiberg, uh, Romeo and Ward Prowse. It didn't have a lot to do. As I say, there was a lot of sideways passing, but there was nothing, there was no penetrating ball. Uh, maybe we lose a little bit of that with Redmond being up front. Uh, we haven't got that right. I think so. Yeah. So it's difficult because, yeah. you, you know, with Redmond's goal scoring at the moment, and I've like, I mean, I've said before that I would like to see him play for the middle. Now he's doing that and he's playing some of the best football, but we are lacking something in midfield perhaps. But we haven't been on previous games. I just think this game, there was a, there was a little bit that we couldn't, you know, like especially Ward-Prowse. You know, his influence wasn't there this game, which was the first time in a long time. Just no one was getting involved enough. And I don't think our defensive, our back three played, played very well. Yeah, they, they weren't amazing. I'm not, I'm not really going to single out Stevens, um, as by far worse than the rest of them, but, um. No, not, not, yeah. not, not before the mistake, but no, I agree with you, yeah. I think, from what I, what I seem like, every single player from 1 to 11 seems to be a little shade below their, their average. Just yeah, everybody I think seemed fun. off their pace. Just not, you know, you can, you can make a case for every single player being a little bit below. Um, that was the difference, I guess. And I, but then, if Danny Ings has been playing, would he have got the service? I think so, because that would have um, freed up uh, Redmond sure. and, um, I mean, maybe Long. I don't know. Long, long probably would have been playing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But I mean, even with Redmond, um, yeah, he can make make those runs and um, serve those balls in, and um, yeah, give the service rather than being expected to. Both give and accept. Accept. I mean, there, there are a few times where you know they're making run forwards. Um, Redmond or Hoiberg was moving forward quite a lot, to be fair. Um, and yeah, there just 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 wasn't enough people in the, in the box to to actually have a decent shot. No. Um, do you, Redmond's instructions? Would you, do you think Hasenhut will set him up to play alongside the striker? Or do you think he's given the freedom and just say, look, sit back behind him, go up when you need to, and then just play off the wings, 
and, and you know give some support to the midfield. Where where do you think he's been playing? Because every formation that I see, it looks like he's stuck up front. But I would not be surprised if he has given him that free reign. Yeah, I mean he's sort of on the team sheet as a striker, but um, yeah, I don't don't think that's really the role that he's that he's playing when he is the, no. on, on his own or yeah, as part of a two or even three. I mean, yeah, he, he does have the freedom um, of yeah playing down the th- through the middle or or down the wings, uh, however he sees fit. But yeah, it, it, if you've got if, like like it was yesterday, if it was just Redmond and Long, he doesn't have that freedom, and I don't think it works well for him. No. Um, okay, so I want to talk about the goal, um, the first goal from Cardiff. Surprise, surprise, Kev, it's from a corner. Now, yeah, I've can't been saying this <laughs> all season about the zonal marking, and, and it, Sol Bamba just, you know, it just got round the back stick. And I think it was Ramey who left him. Yeah, yeah, he just I, misses I just, his man. Though. I just don't know what they're playing at. It's just, it's pathetic. I see it every single, every single time the ball comes into the box, especially from set pieces. Something like this happens. I'm not saying we can see the goal every single time, but you, you, you know they're vulnerable to it. Uh, I, I just, I'm sick. I'm, I'm sick. I'm done with these zonal markings. Just one man, take a man. It's, it's simple. It was always goal side of your. Your attacker, just stay there, keep him away from the goal, and that's that's the mm-hmm. way. I, I mean, it might be old-fashioned, sure, but that's the way I I would do it. When it works. Well, yeah, it does work, especially if you've got the height as well. You well, yeah, that's the, this is the thing. You've got Vestergaard and Yoshida's your she, your six foot three. Um, you've got the height there. Just go man for man for me. It's it's. I'm sick of it. Yeah, I mean, when it's when it's coming in, um, yeah, Heuberg and Vestergaard, neither of them can get ahead to it. They should be heading it out. Yeah, it's because it's they're ridiculous. because they're marking a line rather than a player. They're just going for a zone, and it's but and, you know we all know that Vestergaard's not the quickest. He can't react to uh, to situations like that. But no, I'm not saying he was to blame for this. I think Romeo just let him go, and yeah, uh, Sol Bamba at the back stick. Just you know, an easy tap in. Just as horrible. Stephen's positioning was was awful mm-hmm. for that goal, and um, yeah, they ended up obscuring Macca's vision, and he doesn't. It's not the, uh, I don't know, yeah, it's, it's not the, the, the toughest of um, of goals for him to try and stop. But, um, you yeah, know, if, if he can't see where the ball's going, there's nothing he can yeah. do. I thought that was going to be it then. I thought, yeah, you, you know, you said last week that it was going to be a tight game. I mm. predicted a 2-0, but um, let that goal in and I thought that's going to be it. It's going to be 1-0. Saints are going to have to do something to change the run. They're going to need to get you know, get back into this game as a must. So, you know, Hassan Hurtle looked at it, he changed it up, he brought Austin on for Long, because Long was just not good enough. Um, and Elianusi came on for Vestergaard as well. So, you know, attack mode. Yeah. Four at the back. Um, mm-hmm. We've got, got, the, um, got the control of the wings again, and still wasn't really enough. No, but then again, I think if we'd have started with the, I think, no disrespect to Cardiff, if you're looking at teams that are in and around the relegation zone, uh, you know, on the same par as you are, you're at home, you're going to want, I wouldn't mind playing a 4-4-2 in that way. Instead of of going a goal behind and then changing it up to to a more attack mode. I think you have to go out and attack. Like I said, I've got no, no problem with the formation that they play. But it can be a little bit too defensive sometimes. And if you're struggling for goals and you're lacking creativity, 
you know, that may be not, not the way to go. Yeah. I mean, but I, I suppose that, that there was a difference in the dynamic. We sort of, we woke up a bit. Yeah. And, I mean, the last 20 minutes, um, yeah, pretty much all of our chances must have come in those, those 20 minutes. Yeah, Valor- I mean, the Valerie run was... A, Valerie run, fantastic. incredible, yeah. yeah. He had the shot, didn't he? And I oh, know, sorry, Austin had the shot. You couldn't put it in, and then it went to Elian Elianusi, and he got the shot blocked, and it was... I thought, yeah, yeah it's going to be one of them games. It's, it's not meant to be. Um, I so, think then at that point as well, Sam Gallagher came on for Valerie as well. So, all-out attack. <laughs> yeah, it was like 4-2-4 four, four, four or something. Yeah, 3-0 three, Norwich, by the way. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Sorry, I turned myself away from the East Anglian derby. Um, and anyway, 91st minute. Um, it was pretty much a carbon copy of the Cardiff goal, right? It was Stevens, you know, a tap in from the back post. From a corner. Mark, from a corner. Very good corner as well, putting a right, you know, a dangerous position. We, you know, we talk about Ward Prowse with his deliveries and stuff, but that was a, a you know, a testing corner to deal with, and it worked. Yeah. And you know what? At that point, I thought, out of all the late goals that we conceded, I thought this is one for us. You know, we're finally going to get one and steal it. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah, I mean, and, and Stevens as well. He's gone from from zero to hero again. Yeah, briefly. <laughs> briefly, that's happened as well. Yeah, but within a couple of minutes. Um, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Just that, that that ball given away. Yeah. And, did you see in the first half, like, Hoiberg just, um, ha- he made a ghost pass right, right at the beginning, about 15th minute, um, to where he thought Redmond was, didn't see that it moved, <laughs> and just, <laughs> yeah, just sent it, sent it to the halfway line. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, we have to address the, the third and final goal. The, I mean, I don't want to watch it again. <laughs> it's just we created our own problems. Yeah, Stevens is balls to rules. Yeah, I mean he's going to take the blame again, and rightly so. And I'm, you know, I'm tired of defending him now. It was just a fucking mess. It was just couldn't do. As a whole, we couldn't deal with it. As soon as he gave the ball away, they were. I don't know. Did they look too? I don't want to say uninterested to get the ball back, but they were just like dropping back more and like right, okay, let's keep a line. Don't make a tackle. You could see that Stevens was afraid to make a tackle in the box. Yes, yes. After the handball, and I think I suppose you know, once bitten, twice shy. But yeah, there, there were multiple opportunities we had to get rid of. But um, Bednarek's header away, um, it just that was, that was a poor, poor clearance. Yeah. Um, Patterson then gets to it, and yeah, um, Arthur managed to hold it for Zahor. Um, Stevens again, he can't get his foot through there to, to clear the ball and doesn't it's a fairly weak little stab isn't it yeah and just right place. Every, everyone just collapses like a house of cards like, and it's not the most testing ball either no and just, just just roll straight in just a shit feeling really really awful um, and uh, you know we had 67% possession as well and couldn't deal with it couldn't do anything with it um you know, and again, it's proving that it doesn't possession doesn't really mean anything anything in our game as well. Fourteen attempts to their six as well. Yeah, seven on target and still just you know one goal to show for it. it just means we need a goal scorer. You know, did yeah. Address it. Um, <laughs> did you did you hear the Hoiberg interview after after the game? Yeah. Yes. Is uh, I mean, I'm not going down with this club. Huh? Yeah. Nice, but you know, he said it's unacceptable. He's right. 
And he said, the thing that got me, it made me angry, actually. He said, but we have to take it in and learn from it. I'm sorry, mate, but they're not learning from it. It's the same mistakes every single week. Whenever they lose, it's the same mistakes. Not dealing with corners, set pieces, mm-hmm. giving away sloppy passes when they don't need to. They're not learning anything from it. So, yeah. This Tenerife trip needs to be needs to be done now. Absolutely. On a lighter note, don't you think that Kenneth Zahor sounds like a uh, your mum joke waiting to happen? <laughs> okay. I just thought I'd throw that in. <laughs> All right, you're straying from the point. Okay, very good. Um, I suppose I did it with the uh, Norwich score, but yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, so I'm going to say, yeah, we have issues at the back, obviously, um, and we had no Danny Ings. But if Danny Ings had been in the game, do we win this game? Quite possibly. Mm. Yeah, I think I think um, with the with the possession and um, if we could make something with the attacks and. Um, yeah, make those shots actually worse. I'm sure. Yeah, Danny, Danny would have yeah, okay. gotten the end of something. Sure. Um, really, really difficult question for you. Probably the most difficult one of the season. But who was your man of the match? I actually think this one's quite an easy one because oh, okay. um, as I was watching the match for the first like hour or so, um, I thought all of the positive contributions. Trying to stay awake, yeah. Um, well, you know, I mean, I've got, to, I've got to write something down, haven't I? I've got to take yeah. something from the match. And, and Hoiberg, um, looked like he was really in control of midfield. And, um, I think, I, I was thinking, well, we, we kind of missed him while he was away. Um, we need that. I think a lot of that possession is, is down to him, you know, keeping the ball and, and, um, not really losing. I, I think it's difficult to criticize him for much in this game. Okay. Um, apart from that ridiculous ghost pass in the first half, but yeah, other than that, I thought yeah, that actually wasn't a bad performance from him. Okay, I'm I'm going to go Redmond just simply because mm-hmm. he seemed to be our only threat. If we were going to score again, it was going to come from him. Um, I just think he needs to be more clinical. He, but then again, he hasn't got that striker's mentality. Um, but I think yeah, he, he's he can turn a game for you, and I think he was the most threatening. So yeah, I'm going to give it to um, to Nathan Redmond. Having Bertram back, do you think that's a godsend for us based on his performance yesterday? Um, I don't think his performance was was brilliant yesterday, but then he played 90 minutes in, in his return. So I don't want to read too much into that. You know, he gets a little bit of a, a free pass on that game. But overall, yes, I think it's going to be massive for us. Um, but like I said, I don't think everyone played well. Anyone played particularly well yesterday. I think he's going to be one of the most important players for us, you know, going forward. And he's he's got to be he's got to be in the in the uh, starting eleven for me. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so that you know, as I say, Card have taken six points from us this season, and when you're you know around those sort of the, the relegation zone, both of you, that's that that could be massive. Um, so we're 18th, back into the relegation zone on 24 points. You know, but we are seven points ahead of 19th placed Fulham, um, and you know, we're level with Newcastle, and they're in 17th. So we're one off of Cardiff, and we're one win away from Burnley, Brighton, and Palace. So it's, there is hope, but it's all pretty tight down there. So yeah, the, looking at it like that, it's it's very close. Yeah, and our, our goal difference isn't awful, but I mean, just think a couple of weeks ago, you and me said that 
We've got three winnable games here and we want to be getting nine points out of this. If we had got nine points out of this, um, then we'd have, be on 31 points and we'd be in 13th place and we'd Shut be only a couple Europa. of... Uh, <laughs> well, we wouldn't be far off it, you know. Um, six, six, seven points off of the European places, so... Yeah. No, that was my fault. I said, yeah, you know, looking at these three games, I thought, yeah, I want nine points out of that. And we got two, so... That's it. <laughs> awful. Um, so as we touched on at the top of the show, Saints are off the Tenerife. Um, as we're out of the FA Cup, you know, it's a big week. Preparing for the daunting task of Arsenal at the Emirates. It's a tough few weeks ahead, actually. We've got Fulham at home on the 27th, and then looking ahead into March, we go to Old Trafford. Then we host Spurs. So Arsenal, Fulham, Man United and Spurs, it's really not looking good, and I'm starting to worry again. Yeah, yesterday's performance was a bit like a Mark Hughes performance, so there are a lot of positives to take, well, it's not a lot of positives, but a few positives to take from the match, and the, uh, yeah, in the end, performance was a, bit, a little bit drab and dull, and just wasn't good enough against the team that we, we should be beating, and just makes me think, are we back into that negative mindset or not has the has the Google bubble burst or not I mean I know we've had an unbeaten January but uh, if we put in another performance like that against any of those teams we'll get beaten by all of them yeah yeah this is why I'm worried I know it's a cliche but you know you take it one game at a time um, so let, let's do that and we'll look look to Arsenal on Sunday the 24th of February it's a 2 o'clock kickoff or 2.05 kickoff um We'll do our show and react straight after the full-time whistle, I'm guessing. Does that work with you? Yeah, that works fine. Yep, okay. Um, so let's talk Arsenal. So they're in, what, sixth at present? Lebanon points with Chelsea on 50. Unai Emery, new man behind the bench this year. Uh, difficult one, but with the dominance of Man City and, and like Liverpool's charge this year... What do you think about Arsenal? Do you think how would you rank their progress? I guess yeah, a great start. Yeah, I guess what I'm trying to say is: are they doing better than expected, or are they doing just about right, or could they be doing better? I mean, yeah, they're they're, they're really like you said with um, Liverpool and Man City just dominating this season. I suppose they're still sort of in there, um, uh, keeping up the regards. In the title race, if, 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 if both teams uh, manage to fail at some point, then Spurs could capitalise. But uh, that just leaves one Champions League place for uh, Man United, Chelsea, and Arsenal. Mm-hmm. And uh, to be honest, Arsenal um, don't look like favourites for that at the moment. United seem to be rejuvenated under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. So um, it's just a question of um, which of Chelsea or Arsenal are going to fuck up the most. And They've both been looking rather poor in, in recent months, um, despite both having really good um, starts to the season. Arsenal were a little bit late to get into the rhythm of things. Um, but, yeah, I mean, up until a couple of months ago, they looked, they looked really good. Fine, yeah. Um, but, they, yeah, they've been on and off, haven't they? They, got, yeah. they lost to West Ham and, um, obviously, rather they lost to City. But, um, yeah, I mean, the, even the games they won against... Harvest and Huddersfield, um, they weren't really convincing performances either. So I think as much as they were in December, they are there for the taking. Just not by us. <laughs> but I, yeah, I'm just not sure that we're going to be the ones to do it. 
Yeah, I'm, I don't think winning the title was going to be a realistic option for them anyway, looking at it. Um, but, no. you know, I think just competing with the likes of Chelsea, United and obviously Spurs um, is was their goal. Maybe they'll have a push next year. Um, but they, I think he's done a pretty decent job, especially bringing in the players as well. I mean, you've got Lichsteiner from Juventus, you've got Socrates from Dortmund, Lucas Torreira, um, Guendouzi, and then you, obviously you've got Obama Yang, who's scored 18 goals, I think, this season. Lacazette, another one that's grabbing the goals. Ramsey playing well, possibly his last season for Arsenal. Uh, Mkhitaryan, Ozil as well. Whatever you think of Ozil, he's still a quality player. Um, so they've still got, you know, a massive amount of talent on that team. Monreal, yeah, and a lot of them aren't Yeah. Um, and they, they play the same sort of formation as us as well. Well, they play with their wing backs, um, and I like mm. that kid on the right, that Ainsley Maitland Niles. I think Thank he's going to be really yeah. good. Yeah, I, I watched the Arsenal Man United FA Cup tie, and I thought he was brilliant in that game. But yeah, um, as you say, you talked about before current form. They, they won yesterday over Huddersfield, and yeah, you mentioned it about City losing. You know, they were fighting for the top spot at that point. They beat Cardiff, beat Chelsea, got dumped out of the FA Cup to Man United. Um, I, yeah, I think they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Um, and I don't think they're going to have any trouble with us. The, on, the only thing, though, if we, I think we've got the fight. We're going to have to have the fight. We don't have the FA Cup. You know, we're still seething from the card of disappointment. We've got a week to reflect and a week to rebuild on it. Um, Arsenal are out of the cup, yeah, but they've got two Europa League games to navigate before they play us. And they have to travel to Belarus on February the 14th to play Barte Burasov. And then they've got the home fixtures just three days before they play us again. So it's a shame they're not travelling out to Belarus on the 21st, but never mind. Um, I still don't think they're going to have any problems with us, especially with the way that we played yesterday. So with that, I'm going to say Arsenal take this game 2-1. Oh, OK. Um, my, my two options were 2-1 or 2-0, so that leaves me with 2-0. Oh, OK. What, Saints, yeah? <laughs> no, 2 nil Arsenal. <laughs> Okay. I'm sorry, but yeah, with Ings out and um, everyone else, I mean, I don't know, unless Oberfemi um, comes back and gets straight out of the blocks and um, looks like he's got that fight that he had, um, yeah, when when he was playing in December, then yeah, I don't, I don't see us getting anything from it. No, it's a shame. Um, predictions, <laughs> another tough one for us because we both actually predicted a Saints win. Over Cardiff, so the scores remain forty-one thirty-five in my favour. It's yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <coughs> That's all right. Um, and fantasy football. Yes. Okay. I just wanted a little uh, update on uh, last week's uh, fan- sure. fantasy Premier League scores because some um, yeah, the uh, game week hadn't hadn't finished at that point. Um, so yeah, my, I ended the game week on a hundred and one points. Wow. Um, and I actually moved down the league at the same time. <laughs> Some, somebody tell me how that's possible. Um, but our game week winner for last week was uh, Patrick Shea, uh, his Do the Hutu. Uh, they got 124 points. Jeez. Uh, and uh, last week's loser? Was it me? Yeah, 33 points. I did have Ings and uh, Bertrand last week. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I think you should should do something about that. Oh, no, that'll um, be fine. He's, Bertrand's back, so... Oh, that's true. Um, 
yeah, so yeah, I used my triple captain on, on uh, Sergio Aguero. That paid off. Brilliant. However, this week I have had an absolute fucking shocker. Uh, what did you get? So, um, as things stand, uh, I'm on 14 points. How? <laughs> um, half my plays are played, but um, Rashford was my captain, and that's what's that's that, 100, he wasn't was that 138 in two weeks? It's kind of balanced it out then. Uh, uh, be 115, but um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm not expecting any wonders at the moment. Uh, amazingly, though, I wasn't this week's loser. Oh, I'm not this week's loser at the moment. Oh no. Uh, David Matney's Deportivo East Cows uh, have got one point at, <laughs> at the end of play yesterday. And he's currently, oh dear. <laughs> he's currently um, yeah, although his team did feature um, Stuart Armstrong, uh, Peter Crouch and um, a couple of other players. Um, at the moment, this week's leader is uh, Gibiadini. Um, 53 points at the end of yesterday, and yeah, I imagine by the game, by the time the game's being played today, I'll get a couple more. Okay. All right. Well done, everyone. Um, is there anything else you want to add this week? Um, I do. I do have a little chant for you that um, I uh, made up a, a week or two ago. If you want to hear it. Oh yeah, go on then. I've got time. So it's a variation on uh, another chant that was uh, popular in the 90s. Um, here we go. Ward Prowse in the middle of the field. Ward Prowse. His set pieces are unreal. Ward Prowse in the middle of the field. Ward Prowse. His set pieces are unreal. <laughs> what do you reckon? That's good. That's good. I like that. Very simple. I can work. Yeah. Yeah. Very simple. That, I, I could see that being sung as well. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah. Well done. So we'll be back on Sunday the 24th for the Arsenal game. All the reactions from that. Um, as usual, you can find us on Twitter. Find us on... You can email us on in that number podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, if you have any thoughts, any questions or anything, just get in contact with us. And, uh, yeah, we'll do our best to uh, to read them and answer. So, so, yeah. Up the Saints. Up the Saints. Sports Social Podcast Network.